0: Back to the coastal bro. I know it's been a hot minute, honestly, it's my fault. Between the Super Bowl, my course, I kind of needed a minute to get over myself. But now that we're back, and the team who took out my team after the championship, and that just so happens to be Big Chiefs Daddy.
1: What's going on, guys?
0: Oh, congrats! First of all. Congratulations. Nothing but love for you. Um, I remember calling you that day. Um, congratulations. Uh, So, first things first. I told you so, man. It's funny because one of my boys called me and said, Joey, you weren't kidding. You said it was going to be the 49ers and Chiefs in the Super Bowl. This was before the season. And uh, it was one of those things where I had a feeling somebody was going to come out of nowhere. But then when the playoffs are, I'm like, oh, Tennessee, Tennessee.
1: Yeah, um, right. hey, I, I got to play something. Ready? Yeah. I'm going to. We will be fighting till the end. We are the we are the champions. I just had to play that real quick because you know, <laughs> as everybody sees on video, if you're watching it on YouTube, all I'm right. My hat. I got my Super Bowl championship hat. I got my Super Bowl championship T-shirt. Just waiting for the video. Yep, DVD's probably being made. Probably will get that sometime in March or so.
0: So I believe Queen just stopped by and made an appearance in the show.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. I, you know, hey, I, I've heard that song for so long, right? It's like the, the gimmick song for every sports person out there. And it was like perfect for me to play it. Just, just a little bit of it. You know what? I've heard it.
0: I've heard that song before in my basketball, you know, because my two teams are the Miami Heat and Golden State Warriors. And for anybody watching the show, no, I'm not a bandwagon fan. When I was a child, the very first player I ever saw play was Tim Hardaway. Tim Hardaway was playing for the Golden State Warriors back then with Chris Mullins, Mitch Richmond, and them. Okay. And others. And then he got traded to Miami with Alonzo Mourning. Alonzo Mourning is still my favorite player to this day with Tim Hardaway and Dwayne Wade. So that's where I get my love for Golden State, and that's where I'm my love for Miami. Now, if I had to pick between the two, my love for Miami outweighs Golden State by leaps and bounds. Also... Um, but I am not a Kevin Durant fan, nor am I a LeBron James fan. So, But I was excited and happy when my teams got their title. So I get where you're coming from. Well, But the very first question I got to ask you. Yeah, Miami Heat
1: fan. Um, then I, I jump ship. Um, and I, I'll be proud of it. Yep, I'm, I jump ship to the Clippers. I'm probably more of a Clipper fan now than I ever been. But I've been to a lot more Clipper games, so, so I was like, maybe I was an inner Clipper fan. So that well, was going I to Cl- I was going to Clipper games before Clipper games were cool to go to.
0: Okay, I remember you always telling me that you were a Shaquille O'Neal fan. So when Shaquille O'Neal went to Miami, I always assumed that you know, that's what you were.
1: Yeah. Um, I followed the Shaq all the way to Boston, and then. I stopped buying jerseys after his heat jersey because he was costing me money. I couldn't keep up with his jerseys, but I never really had a big team. And then just over the couple years, I was like, just thinking about it, I was like, I went to a lot of Clipper games throughout the year, so I became that fan. But that being said, though, I think the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl probably even surpasses the Dodgers ever won in the World Series in my eyes as far as how thankful and how, like, how breaking and how I was just, like, for some reason with the Chiefs, I wear my heart on my sleeve because everybody knows if the Chiefs are winning, I'm good to talk to. If the Chiefs are losing, don't come around me. <laughs> so pretty much. that's the reason. I mean, there's a reason why, you know, I was watching some of these playoffs by myself and the fact that everybody was wondering if I was actually going to do a Super Bowl party, which I did, and I'm glad I did it. Um, But, uh, but yeah. It was... um, Yeah, I got to say that maybe the Dodgers would be a close second if they win the World Series. I mean, I know they've gotten there two out of three years, but I think 27 years of waiting for the... Chiefs to even make it to the Super Bowl?
0: Well, you know what? I'm actually it? glad you just went through that because my first question to you was what does it feel like to win the Super Bowl? And you just said it.
1: Amazing, man. Amazing, amazing, amazing. I... Okay. You know, real quick. Now... Let me tell you. <laughs> real quick. Uh-huh. Real story. I'm so happy that <clears throat> the Chiefs win the Super Bowl like, you know, I. it's one of those like... <clears throat> I'm, I'll am tell everybody that we won the Super Bowl, you know, because I get a whole year to brag, mm-hmm. so it's very cool. But I also don't want to sound like an annoyed, annoying Patriot fan, so I got to make sure that, you know, I take it for what it is and then say, come September, it's time to uh, get another one.
0: I mean, technically, the Titans and Chiefs need to have a rubber match because we beat y'all on y'all house. No, y'all beat it. We beat y'all in our house and y'all beat us in your house. So we need some sort of neutral site to get this over with. But...
1: Okay. Speaking of which, where's my cases of Coke Zero? Are they on their way yet?
0: You know what? Friday. I'll pay up on Friday. (laughs) That being said, Like I said earlier, I told you so, okay? And this is what I mean. So many years ago, let's go all the way back to the beginning of where this World Championship started. Your coach got fired from Kansas City, and they said, we will hire Andy Reid. What did you say? No, he's too conservative. I said, Daniel, do you want to trade? You can have uh what was the times called? Mike you can have Mike Munchak and I'll take Andy Reid. You said okay. Because Mike Munchak was an offensive player, offensive lineman, and we all know how you're partial with your offensive lineman. Okay, so that's number one. Okay, I'm gonna start checking these off. All right. Number
1: two. Hold on, folks. I have a feeling I know where this is going. This is not gonna be good, but we'll see. <laughs> I'll, I'll let him finish.
0: Let's go to the draft a couple years ago. I want Deshaun Watson. I want Deshaun Watson. I want Deshaun Watson. Oh, they're trending up. They're going to get Deshaun Watson. The Kansas City Chiefs select Patrick Mahomes. Who? Who? I said, Daniel. He might have had a losing record. But that dude can sling the football around. You said no, but I, I wanted No. Okay. And then number three. And this is the only three I chose, okay? Cause I could have said I said a lot more. But these three specifically, this is what sealed your ring. This last offseason. I told you how Kansas City was going to win the Super Bowl. You didn't believe me. You said, okay, by hiring Steve Spagnuolo, he was a Rams coach. He was horrible. And I said, yeah, but he's a defense coordinator. He's going to bring in an additional defensive lineman. And he's going to have a fresh, aggressive defensive line. And it's going to make your secondary look great. Oh, wait. Who had a great last stretch of the last 10 games of the season into the playoffs? That secondary was playing nice wide because that defensive line was lights out. Just saying. Um,
1: In the words of uh, the great Skip Bayless, is it my turn yet? Go right ahead. (laughs) Okay. So, let's go back to 2013 when they hired Andy Reid. He was the coach I've when I was talking with the Philly fans, it was like, he'll get you there, but he probably won't win it. He's going to get you into the playoffs. He's going to get you into, he might get you to the Super Bowl. He might get you to the conference championship games, but he may not win it. We were coming off a two and 14 season that year. Okay. So excuse me for not going what's going on. So, you know, And then throughout the year, I had my doubts all the way to damn near the end of this game. Mm -hmm. Number two, you're answering your rebuttal to your second question.
0: Okay. Pat Mahomes.
1: Nobody but you, because you live and breathe all the non major conferences in the college football football season. Big Twelve, ACC, the AAC, yada Correct. Yada, yada, yada yada. Um, not
0: my fault. You called the Pac
1: twelve? Didn't see my favorite team was UCLA. I'm gonna follow them. It's not my uh, fault. <laughs> and I followed the Pac twelve and the ACC. The Texas Tech was not even in the SEC when Patrick Mahomes was there. I don't believe so. He was there. So, anyways, Texas no. Tech is
0: still on the Big Twelve.
1: No, they're. In, I thought they were in the SEC. No, that's Texas A&M. Never mind. I got them. I mixed up. Anyway. that's besides the point. That's besides. See, that's exactly the point. Um, nobody in the Chiefs' kingdom saw Patrick Mahomes coming out, except for Brett Veach, the general manager that drafted him. If everybody, I wanted this, Sean Watson just came off a national championship and beating Alabama.
0: I'm gonna
1: tell you a secret. Red Beach called me. He called me.
0: Well,
1: okay. Well, I'll make sure we send you a ring. I take that little Titan ch- little towel that's behind you and uh, take it down. And I'll I'll bring you a, a a championship T-shirt and hat. I'll go buy one for you. In fact, I got that's a I too. got I got an extra Chiefs hat with the Super Bowl logo on it
0: for All you. I I need can is let, a let fan, you wear, I let
1: I you want to wear that. A
0: fan and let it fly.
1: So there was that. Number three, Steve Spagnuolo. Steve Spagnuolo, MVP coach of that Super Bowl, by the way, Steve Spagnuolo is known for one thing that he did twice, which was beating the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. But what have you done for me lately? So what I was going off is what? That crappy Rams record. Because I do believe that some coaches aren't made to be head coaches. You stay in your lane. If you're a great offensive coordinator, i.e. the guys from New England, they're not great head coaches. If you're a great defensive coordinator, sometimes you're not a great head coach.
0: Okay.
1: Romeo Cornell, not a good head coach. Great What great defense. Charlie Weiss,
0: not a great head coach. Not a good offensive
1: coordinator either. Josh McDaniels, not a great head oh, coach.
0: Whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa, no, no. Don't go there. Okay. He only had one hey, re- remember when Bill Belichick striked out on his own for the first time, he was horrible in Cleveland.
1: So until he get out and proves himself, the only guy that I've seen that's been so far good in the from the Miami, I mean from the New England system, is your boy. Is your boy Mike Vrabel? Because so Mike got, Vrabel
0: was never a coach; he was a. But player. he wasn't
1: a. He was a player, correct? But I'm just saying, as far as if you want to do, because I believe he was a linebackers coach with New England before he got hired. I'm not no
0: Texans, Houston Texans.
1: Okay, so either way, um never
0: coached in New England. He just played. In New
1: so, and to get your point, though, in this game, there was. Chris Jones was the defensive MVP of the year for this team because you saw it when he he was not in the game. They could not get pressure. And as soon as he started, and I noticed this back in, I believe it was the Tennessee game, where he was only coming in on third down. Then towards the end of the game, he started coming in first and second down and started making more pressure on Tannehill. Next thing you know, our defense looked better. And, of course, the biggest pickup of all is the honey badger, right? But, um, so, when yeah. you I, have a five-man
0: defensive line rotation and you're running the nine wide, with Steve Spagnolo, who knows how to get pressure,
1: Okay, but Steve now, took a while. That defense took a long time to get going. Okay, yes. and even and in that, even
0: if you guys e- got, Jones, I even told you, oh my God, that's your Justin Tuck.
1: What did you say? I said, well, see if they got to sign. They still got to sign him now. He's not. Remember, we're in the we're in the uh, deep waters now because we got some money we have to spend, and we may not have enough money to go around.
0: Holmes sign
1: well, he's, he's number one, but not defense. You gotta find a way to sign Chris Jones. You can't let Chris Jones pull a Dontari pole and walk. You can't. I'm sorry you can't. Not really? not him. Not, really? I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't okay, think let so. me ask this
0: question. How many rings did you win with Datari?
1: Well, obviously none.
0: And how many rings did he get when he left that defensive line to go to Atlanta?
1: Uh, he would have had one if uh, <laughs> they didn't blow it. Mike Shanahan, hard guy. A little bad for him. Not this really.
0: is not a heart symbol. This is a,
1: a, a hint. A goose egg. I know. I get the oh, goose okay. egg, but All I'm right. saying, uh, okay. okay <laughs> but look, you, you. I just said it. Your defensive guy, that was the hardest sold the defense is Chris Jones. You gotta sign him.
0: Yes, gotta, I'm a defensive guy, but what am I also a realist? Realistically, you know what I'm doing. I'm re-signing the Honey Badger, my very first pick in the draft. I'm going to get a top two or three prospect on the defensive line to replace him cheap, and I'm re-signing Mahomes to the biggest fattest. All right, this has always been my strategy for the draft, and i it's only been done by one coach, and he was wildly successful, okay? When you come into the draft, you sign all the positions that you know that you're either solid at, You sign free agency backups for those that you know you're solid at. If you have a question mark about a certain position, don't go to free agency for it. What you do is, is you bottom out that whole position. Like, for example, say it's free safety. And I got a... Oh, I'll use my own guy. uh, Kenny Vaccaro, okay? I'm thinking, okay... Solid player. Not really sure how the future is going to look. So what I do is I get rid of a Carl and his backup. Boom. I have no free stages on the roster. What does that mean? I have to do. I have to draft for need and I'm going to draft the best available player at that position at my pick in the draft. That's how I would do it. Not only does it make sense, but then it makes you look at your other positions surrounding that position. So it's like, okay, my strong safety, really, really happy. One of the best. Okay. 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 Let okay. me go get a backup that can do free safety and strong safety. That way, just in case. But I'm drafting my free aid, my free safety. And with Tennessee, it looks like they may let go of Adoree Jackson. So what they'll most likely do is let Adoree Jackson go, and and uh, Logan might go. Because we're going to resign Tannehill and King Henry, so that means we're going to have to draft a starting the best corner in the draft if we can, and then sign a free agent who can play the other side, but keep the middle solid. See what I'm saying?
1: Oh, I do agree with you on this point, but there's only one point. We're 31st in the draft this year, so we'll see what they what they they're going to do. Not yeah, saying you can't. Not saying you can get a good defensive player in any of the. This draft I get I get your You're saying that but We're talking about a guy that was a franchise Player You could probably tag him um, This year I don't think the honey Badger's going anywhere you got thornhill coming back From his injury so he should be good Um You know I gotta be the first one to admit that when I First said oh man I wish we would have got Ramsey Now it looks like 2020 Hindsight being 2020 I'm kind of glad We didn't get Ramsey Um <laughs> You know, uh, because Rashad Breland played great. Uh, Javarius Ward is working on it, even though he's the one that gets picked on a lot. But obviously, you got to give Fort, you got to give Mahomes the biggest contract you can. Um, you got to figure out to keep Damian Williams like this is what I don't like about free agency when the team wins the Super Bowl. This is why sometimes it's kind of hard and the same time to respect. Um, Respect is sometimes respect is due to that team in in Connecticut or in, in Massachusetts rather, um, because because they felt that somehow they were able to rebuild even losing teams even losing free agency. This team, this 2019-2020 team, is not going to be the same in their run. Even, you know, if we get three, say we win. Three three championships out of the next five years. Right. That, you need to keep your core people. So we got to figure out where the, what the core is. You, okay? You should keep the core. The core. The, you got to keep the three guys in offense. Nope. You got to keep Kelsey. You got to keep Williams. You obviously got to keep Mahomes.
0: Look, I would love to agree with you. But the way to build dynasties is not to keep the core.
1: You got it. I'm I'm just
0: being 100% honest. If it was 1990, I would agree with you 100%. Keep the running back. Keep the best wide receiver. And make sure your quarterback is locked up. In this day and age, when quarterbacks like Tom Brady is winning multiple Super Bowls, Bill Belichick is ahead of everybody else and nobody's paying attention.
1: Well, Bill every Belichick's about to get year, Bill Belichick's about to go back to facing down the earth. I think Bill Belichick is pretty much almost done.
0: Are you sure about that?
1: Yeah. So, I, but I'm not here. I don't want to talk about the Pats. I'm not here to talk no, about. I'm the
0: Pats. not. I'm not talking about the Pats. I'm this is why I've always respected Bill Belichick because it's not about the Pats. Remember, Bill Belichick is the general manager. He runs the draft every single year between drafts between draft picks one and three. He always gets an offensive lineman.
1: I, I'm. Not, I'm not discarding that. I'm just fact that I'm not discarding that. I'm not discarding that. I'm not discarding that. I'm just saying that you got to keep the core. You ask me opinion, I'm p- giving you my opinion. My opinion is you got to keep the core. You got to keep at least you. I'm not saying you, I'm not saying keep Sammy Watkins. I'm not saying keep, I, uh, keep, uh, I mean, you know.
0: Sammy Wat- Sammy Watkins made it public that he would sign for less. I'd sign him quicker than anybody
1: else. I understand. I'm just saying as far as like you I would make sure that Travis Kelsey is set. I make sure obviously Patrick Mahomes is set. Okay. I think because to, I think because of losing Kareem Hunt, going through a running back by committee. I think they might have found their running back in Damian Williams as far as that style goes it, they maybe they go find somebody in the draft, but that's very hard to do because you had so much running back by committee. And how happy
0: are we for um LaShawn McCoy, by the way?
1: I'm happy, but I mean, he, he did a great season, but I was, it, I'm also not happy because he didn't get a play, he was a healthy scratch.
0: And since we're bringing up um uh, the Williams, the running back, um. You got to give it to both the running backs in this uh, Super Bowl. Both of them were undrafted free agents.
1: Well, yeah, and especially Damien Williams, he was in Miami. Okay, so and the, let so, me ask so, you this
0: question: Does that help or hurt the running back market?
1: Oh, it hurts. If you can find a different, I believe the running back market's been washed for a long time. You don't, you don't get a good running back in the first couple of rounds. You probably get them day three, day four. Um, uh, you can find a running back. You can you can get him off the practice squad. You can find a, a, a say, diamond in the rough type of deal, mm-hmm. right? So, that's you know, in w- only once in a while do you get an Ezekiel, Ezekiel a, a Elliott, and a and a, a, a Saquon Barkley, and and that kind of type of running back, a Christian McCaffrey. I mean, Christian
0: McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley are way better than Ezekiel Elliott.
1: Well, I'm just saying that type of back, that type of that type of guy that you're going to get in a couple first first two rounds. Other than that, you're going to get somebody in the later stages. Of, I you know I just
0: have this argument with somebody at work. I am not high on Ezekiel Elliott. If you take away that offensive line, uh, McCaffrey's offensive line is average, and he's balling. Saquon Saquon Barkley's had a horrible offensive line since day one. Ezekiel Elliott has the best talented, I'm not going to say the best, I'm going to say he has the most talented offensive line in the league and top 10 as far as production. So if you put Barkley, (laughs) if you put Barkley in Dallas, he's running for 2,000. Ezekiel Elliott got paid and well, they not the same
1: guy. What happens when people get paid? They had that year, they don't do good. It's history. It's been that you either get hurt, you do horrible, you know, because you got your money. So
0: you're talking about Todd Gurley then? Because he
1: got hurt? Yeah, I'm talking about a lot of guys. I've seen quarterbacks get their money and they're not doing that well. Why do you think Dak can got his money yet? Whoa! What quarterback got paid and didn't do well recently? I'm not i not I'm not i not, not, not sure. In the next last five years, I'm not quite I I couldn't I I don't know. But I know that what there's I'm some quarterbacks.
0: To... Okay, other than Aaron Rodgers' age and switching offensive – How seat, about
1: Russ? How about Russ? Did Russ do that well? I mean, when he the year he got paid, the year he got paid, he didn't get paid this he just year. He
0: got paid this last two years. He was the MVP this year. That didn't get it.
1: Okay, so with with the year he the year he got paid, I don't know if he was that great. That's what I'm trying to tell you. No, I think that was last year. I don't think it was this year, or maybe it was even the year before.
0: This season, because this is the season he said, if you guys don't pay me before the draft, I'm holding out.
1: Well, yeah, I was just throwing quarterback names out there. I know there's a quarterback. I remember saying somebody. I'm just saying in general when you date year you get paid, when you get paid normally that year you don't do that well.
0: Joe Flacco.
1: Okay, go ahead and say. It. Okay, I saw you said it. I don't have to say it. You made my point exactly. You made my point. There's some quarterbacks okay, but- like a Russell Wilson that probably got paid and still won't be able to will will do good. There or maybe you know not. I'm not saying that. Okay, Mahomes is not is gonna get paid and have a horrible year. Oh no,
0: no. Okay,
1: (laughs) I'm not saying that. Um, you know, Dak's gonna get paid and have a worse year than he already has. You know, because I think Dak is just the quarterback that he is. It's there's no Uh,
0: improvement. Can 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 we all stop hating on Dak Prescott? I mean, I'm just saying. He had an up-and-down season. Guess what? First-year new system, new coordinator. Okay, if you can tell me any cor- any quarterback that's done well, except for Peyton Manning, in a new system with a new offensive coordinator, go ahead. Any quarterback ever in history except for Peyton Manning. Tom Brady did bad. Jack Prescott now did bad. Aaron Rodgers just had his new offensive coordinator. Bad.
1: Teddy Bridgewater did pretty good.
0: Teddy Bridgewater is a backup.
1: New system, new quarterback.
0: He's not a full-time starter. He had a chance to sit on the bench and actually learn the system before going in. That's different.
1: Jimmy Garoppolo? Jimmy Garoppolo.
0: This is his first year starting the whole year. And people are hating on Jimmy. And his numbers look horrible. But his wins look great.
1: When in doubt, it's not about the numbers. It's about the wins.
0: Yeah, but then you got to start looking at these people who look at analytics and winning. And they're trying to fuse the two.
1: But you can't. Just like you can't do it in baseball. That's why you get these big teams aren't winning. I'm not an analytics guy.
0: I know you're not. That's why my lip went up.
1: I'm not an analytics guy. Analytics and what? It's all about skill and heart.
0: So, analytics. In yeah. the words Man- of Colin Cowley. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I would have to say I'm split right down the middle. Um... There are numbers that suggest tendencies to teams and their play. And if you use those numbers properly, you can use that for your advantage. For me, that's analytics. But what analytics don't say, in your case, is the heart of an individual that's going to play past the stats. Like, for example, Sean King, Tim Tebow, just two players an example. Horrible in practice, not necessarily accurate, but when you got them on the field in that moment, they were able to ball out. Yep. Nobody can explain why Tim Tebow for three quarters can't throw with a lick, but all of a sudden in the fourth quarter when you run a no-huddle offense, which Josh McDaniels was planning to do with him in Denver, but the organization didn't want to see Tim Tebow because he prayed in the end zone.
1: Well, I'm why did the magic green light come on every, did this round when the Chiefs were down by double digits? Oh, that's easy. No, I'm just saying, like, analytics, wait, oh, go down 10. That's why I'm just saying that. Sometimes it's just heart. It's just heart. It's just like, when they went down 10, I was just messing around. I was like, uh, we, go. well, we got them that, where we want them.
0: That's an analytical thing, believe it or not. Believe it or not, when you get down 10 and you put a quarterback who's comfortable running and throwing on the run and both, it puts a team on their heels because, okay, we got to lead. We're comfortable. Most teams don't play super aggressive to through that. What, what's funny is, is everybody got on Tennessee when San Francisco had the same exact game plan. The only difference is they were able to hold on to the lead longer. A quarter longer, my, to be exact.
1: Well, how much was it the quarter longer? And it was the fact that Patrick Mahomes had his worst third quarter quarter, quarter ever in his career.
0: Third so, or second?
1: Uh, p- third and uh, – it was the – because it was down 10-10, so they were up a half. But So the third the – third, say a quarter and a half – was like the worst quarter and a half of his career, his young career, was in the Super Bowl. Because until about six minutes of the game, until that and 15 play, I, I told the chairman was at the house, and I was telling him, I said, hey, we need one big play. One big play. I feel like we're just... This, this playoff's been where we needed one big play. If it's the big run back by... Hardman in the Texans game that the kickoff return that kind of helped the spark us to to getting that comeback. If it was the Patrick Mahomes run against your scramble. Titans and scrambled that one as you shake your head, or if it was a third and fifteen, they call it what they call it the Waps the Wasp play. I think I seen the shirt.
0: All right, wait, which play was bigger for you? Was it the play to Williams when he juke two people and then got the first down, or was it the play? To Tyreek Hill down the field on the underthrown ball.
1: Oh, it was the third and fifteen. That was the Hill play. After oh. the Hill play, I figured we woke up, and then what we do? We scored to Kelsey, and then we did the one where where uh, Williams was uh, swing fade swing that hit the pylon, you know. But uh, the the I was like, man, that Hill play was like the play of the game. I mean. It's not David Tyree helmet, glued helmet play, but, you know, and I still think to this day that Eli Manning was in the grasp. They should have called him sacked. But, I mean, whatever. I'm sure the chairman, if he hears this, won't, won't like the fact that I just said that. <laughs> but uh, either way, yeah, that was that was the play. I kept saying that's what we're not, we're, you know. Need one big play. And that's how that's not analytics. That's heart. That's determined.
0: But if you go black, if you go back and look at that play that was underthrown, he held on to the ball on purpose because they were waiting for him to get into that gap. That was a designed (sighs) underthrow. He Notice he kept stepping back and he never stepped up into the pocket. What Let's if you put see Mahomes back. step back, 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 and not step up into the pocket?
1: All year long. He does that.
0: That play was designed. That wasn't analytics. That was a design play. I didn't see Go it look
1: anal- at it. I didn't see Just it was anal- analytics. I said that was you hard.
0: see the safety who was meant to go up and to the right and the, the strong safety come down. Which is exactly what happened. But when Tyreek Hill came, you look at him take literally two steps to the right, the free safety moves, he pivots, turns and waits, and the ball is
1: falling. Right. That that never that did. play he caught it like a punt. He caught it like a punt. And the only right. reason but why he did that. But San the
0: Francisco only
1: reason why he did San that is because San Francisco defense the guy in the corner they were playing the third zone uh and he 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 went with, he went with walkins he went with walkins and 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 uh and and hill was open i'm just saying you ask me what game that was a turn for so me we what there once i saw that i was like oh we have a chance we're going to we're going to win and as soon as we had the hill play then we had the wins play and then the sack on Garoppolo, and then you know hey whatever 24 20 and then, you know, when Williams sealed the deal at the very end. Now I do gotta agree though. And part of me thinks that I would've gave the MVP to Damian Williams. I know Mahomes won it. But I think uh Williams That's cute. that one, I think Williams should have won the M V P. But I I mean, hey. That's it's cute. cool though. I gotta see Mahomes at Disney. So that was cool.
0: Okay. I cannot agree with you in almost any way, shape, or form on that one. He was the most consistent player throughout the game for the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay? That I give you. But who helped spark the comeback? Who put the ball in the end zone? Who took the lead?
1: Williams. Because Williams' touchdown caused, gave him the lead. Damian Williams touchdown gave him the lead. The first
0: no, one, the, Williams, the, the second Williams touchdown sealed the game.
1: No, the Pylon Williams touchdown. The one in the corner was Damian Williams in the corner where they thought his foot was out of bounds. That gave him the twenty-four to twenty lead. It was a catch from Mahomes, but, but that was go. just a little swing pass. It was a swing pass. I'm just saying, Williams had uh, to me. Williams had a better, better, better game. I think he should have won the MVP. Not, not saying Mahomes. Yeah, I'm not mad that they gave it to Mahomes. I don't care. Well,
0: I mean, I, I okay. then I'll just go back to exactly what you said five minutes ago.
1: Who sparked
0: the comeback? Who threw the pass? And who caught the catch?
1: Yeah, I get it. So you have certain plays. Okay, so you have plays. In, in in the game,
0: you said we need a spark. And that right. doesn't,
1: but here's the thing I said a spark. I didn't say we need a spark from Mahomes. I didn't say we need a spark from Hill. I said we need a spark. I don't care who it came from. True. Because in the Houston game, we had Hardman. In the Mahomes, in the Tennessee game, we had Mahomes. In this game, we had Mahomes and Hill to get them open. I get, I get all that. I get all that. We had Travis Kelsey in the end zone, had a good game. You know, had a, you know, had a decent game. But I'm just saying, overall, I would have given it to Damian Williams. It's okay though. I'm not mad.
0: No, no, I, believe me. I, I understand. I agree with you. So. Next topic, and again, congratulations to you and the Kansas City Chiefs for a 50-year drought.
1: You got to fight for your right to Lombardi. To
0: Lombardi, yeah, 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 that was, that was fancy. You know what? I'll, before we get to the next topic, I was listening to the commercials, and I saw Phillies Kelsey and this Kelsey have their rants. This brother tried to outdo the other brother.
1: Okay, so he fell I'm, short. I'm
0: he glad you short. brought
1: that up. I'm brought, he fell I'm, I'm fell glad short. brought that up because I think Kelsey's speech was a lot better than 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 Travis Kelsey. I think Travis Kelsey a lot of pressure was on him to do that speech during the parade. I think everybody thought he had but the best line ever that I heard was five five. And he ain't off That was great. We all know what kind of shot that was, who who that was directed towards. Um I mean, are they all like mad at him for that?
0: It seems like that was more than one player. Like, all right, you guys fired the dude for that. Like, I get a job performance. Look, bro. If you cost somebody millions of dollars, normally you'll lose your job. Look, we've bro. seen kickers get fired for missing game winners.
1: Look, you know,
0: A dude for being offsides, you got fired. Okay, you lost the
1: job, let it go. Look, Coastal bro, look. I don't know what's in the air in California out there. Must be too much smug. All right. That, if he lines up right, we pick the ball off, we beat the New England Patriots to go to the Super Bowl. And we probably beat.
0: one connection between those two in the XFL okay my team the New York Guardians that's right the New York Guardians are my team
1: oh okay hold on hold on before we get to whose team is who okay, okay. so you're going to pick a different team too no i'm not picking my i'm going uh, to stick I with would pick. that that's that not it's horrible but i mean that's just so cool so between me you and our other, our uh, friend Derek, we all our say we're going.
0: New podcaster. He doesn't um, have a, na- a handle yet.
1: So, we know, we'll let you know when his show comes out soon. But uh, he uh, you know, we're like we're going through teams and we're just so you were he had picked the Dallas Renegades it was going to be his team. No, um, no, no.
0: He picked the same team you did. Oh, wait, no,
1: he had originally. Me and him both picked the Tampa Bay Vipers. And then later he comes back and said, and then you had picked the Houston. I had picked the
0: Houston Roughnecks. I
1: mean, Houston, Houston Roughnecks. Then he comes back and says, no, I'm going to be a Dallas Renegade fan. I'm still sticking with the Tampa Bay Vipers because I live in Orlando about an hour from Tampa. Home team. Hey, why not? Um, uh, Then you came and said, you're going to be a Houston Roughneck. And then you changed your team after you seen Houston to the New York Guardians. So we have New York Guardians here is your new team this week. We'll see what they are next week. Um,
0: no, I, I'm I'm, I'm, and, sti- I'm sticking with New
1: York. We'll see if I like we'll Kevin Gilbride. We'll see if he sticks with the Renegades because they lost yesterday.
0: Now, and, this is the reason why I bring up the New York Guardians. McGloin, my quarterback, my Irishman, okay? He was a quarterback for the practice squad on the Kansas City Chiefs this year, and he was a practice squad player for the Philadelphia Eagles when they won the Super Bowl. If he makes either one of those practice squads, he would have had a ring from both. And, And I quote, they asked him about this, and he said, man, I missed out on two heck of a run.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, well, he also had NFL experience. He did he was in Oakland. He was a Raider for a while. Um played in NFL I,
0: thought, I thought he always had an it factor. And I always thought he was talented. That's why I always liked McGoin. So when I saw him playing, I was like, Oh my boy is there? And then I didn't realize I'm kind of mad though, because you have a Tennessee Titan on your squad. I'm sorry, well, Houston, Oilers, and Tennessee Titans, same difference. On your squad, I'm not sure if you know him, Mr. Jerry Glanville.
1: Yeah, I know. But he don't play the game. He just calls it.
0: So, yeah, he's a defensive coordinator. All
1: right. So let's talk a little bit about this XFL, though. Um, what do you think?
0: the football is much better than the last time the XFL
1: came out well of course i mean they did okay so a couple that's things a, t- a, t- a couple things I, okay so that's one right um for me the football is great the best part about the whole football game was actual football there were some players we knew um and Vince McMahon was nowhere and Vince McMahon was nowhere to be found Thank goodness. And that was like he didn't have his big old. This is the XFL moment, like he had back when you know one when they did it. Um, I like the fact that no one's having gimmick jerseys. Um, yeah, and death roll or death blow or whatever the hell they had another guy named that and. Um, you know. So that's great. It's more that and you see some recognizable names. Um, however, I heard this. Now, we'll get to the other stuff a little bit later Um, in, in a minute. On, I heard this this morning on Dan Patrick also is that these are basically the same guys in the AAF. So there's not really there. For those who watch the AAF in the beginning of the year uh, or. Towards the end of last year. Right. Um, they uh those guys just basically went to the XFL. Um, so there's no really big name. Um, there's no you know, there's no there's no Tebow, there's no Kaepernick, there's no um Menzel.
0: Oh yeah, there was a report out that's saying that the XFL just rejected Kaepernick entirely. So
1: well I didn't they said- they re- uh, I heard something about money It was so basically some money Because I mean, this is what you have to No, no, no,
0: it's the opposite way. Like, they didn't want Colin Kaepernick It had nothing to do with him, I mean, they didn't
1: want him Well, they ha- I heard also the outrageous price That he's asked, he asked to Sign the, what what he wanted Was going to be like, yeah, no Because these guys are getting ch- chump changed, I mean, they have to what is what did you say? They have to split uh ten thousand dollars or hundred thousand dollars or what is it?
0: Yeah, the winning team gets to the all the active starters get to split a hundred thousand dollars between the fifty three man roster. Yeah, so, real quick, I'm not doing it off the top of my head.
1: So that's I mean that's why you do the math there. That's a different uh you know skeptical um in a sense. There's that, and so I. I agree with Dan Patrick that this might be the NFL's version of the G League. Okay, if they, so if they do if, the if, if they suit? do it right because they have they got they got the the TV partners. They got Fox, they got ESPN. So they have those TV partners behind them which they didn't really have um back in the day. And I don't think the AAF even had that back. In the day, I mean, you said it yourself this morning there was XFL highlights, you know? So, i let
0: me put it this way. So, every time a team wins a game, we'll just say after taxes, um, let's say, well, it's about $1,886. That's about a $1,500 check every time for every player that's active.
1: Yeah, to win, if you win.
0: Right. I think that's, you know, I think that's pretty good. You're getting a salary. You're only playing an eight-game season. You're getting tape. You're gonna your season's gonna be over over before the NFL offseason. So you're already worked out enough. These dudes who are playing are gonna have an advantage over free agent guys because they're healthy. They just finished playing. And the NFL is gonna pluck some of these guys no matter what. The quarterbacks, I don't know. I doubt it. But offensive linemen, defensive linemen, corners, running backs are all going to have an advantage coming out of this league. And it's funny because our friend um, Dolphin, his team has a quarterback. If he, when he comes in healthy, Landry Jones, has a legitimate shot at fixing his career. They have the best running back in the league. And they have one of the best offensive lines in the league out of the eight teams as well. So I mean I think, you know, on a side note, I think the Wildcats have uh the Battlehawks have the best unis.
1: Well, yeah, and the LA Wildcats have the worst.
0: <laughs> yeah. That was one of the reasons why I didn't.
1: Unis and names is horrible, but okay, that's, that's...
0: all right. I, I I get the name Wildcats. The women in L.A. are wild, so you know
1: that has nothing to do with the women wildy crazy. So
0: it's so it's the L.A. women.
1: You yeah, very funny. I don't know. <laughs> there's nothing to do with that. You know, but uh, you know, as far as the now the rules changes, I like the kickoff. Oh when I love guy,
0: the, I love the kickoff.
1: The kickoff is great.
0: Um, I can't wait for somebody to break it.
1: Yes. Uh I thought in a couple of games. I thought I thought during the last game I thought I might have saw somebody break it during that Dallas game. Or was it the other one?
0: Maybe it was All the, way one. To the house?
1: Yeah, yeah, one of them. One of them. Might have been one of the games I was watching. I thought he had was gonna break it, but so there's that. I like the uh one, two, three point conversion that's unique.
0: I like that too.
1: Um, you know, I could see the NFL taking one of those.
0: Skip Bayless had been screaming for years, Take the kickers out the game. That's exactly what this does.
1: Yes, so okay, so that's I like that. Um, I like the replay. I like during the replay, you see the replay guy. Yeah, and you see them talk to the referee. I love that too. And uh, yeah, did you notice the Xbox controller? (laughs) Yes, I did. I was like, "Oh, that's cool." (laughs) He was using a video game. Cooler than you think. So, guess what? I found my calling. I'm gonna go be an XFL replay guy because I know how to use the Xbox controller. Where's the application at? (laughs) All
0: right, so. We were, when we were talking on the phone yesterday during, and Saturday during the games, we were kind of hesitant at so much access. I could actually
1: find myself getting used to it really quickly. Okay, so the only thing I didn't like about that access, you think about it, is I didn't like the play calling when you can hear the whole thing. You know, it was kind of cool, I guess, but, I mean, there's some stuff I don't want behind the curtain, and I don't like the NFL, or I don't like them. Interviewing um, somebody right after the play. Number one, they're gassed. It's hard to hear them. They're catching their breath. It sounds like what me when I go up the stairs in the house. You know. Okay. And, and then two, um, they you know just interviews with the coaches. Like you know, you're not gonna get that I, in the NFL
0: though. No, in the in the NFL, I don't want to see that. But in the XFL, I would like to see that because I don't want to watch the NFL and then get the same experience from the NFL. When I get the XFL, I want a different experience. And you know what? That's exactly what I got. And we all know, right. you know, in this type of business, it's whatever's better idea is going to get used.
1: Well, let's let's just say this. The NFL, what you see at the NFL today... Camera angles and certain play callings and even um, some of the uh, close snicks, the what do you call it? the the skycam was right. all take was all taken from the, from the NX foul two thousand and one. So right. everybody wants to know what they're gonna take this from this league. I think they'll take the kickoff. I think the kickoff might be and the extra points might be. Uh, Great on that, Um, and you know I just don't. Yeah, I don't see Bill Belichick, or you know I don't see. uh, Give me, give me a quarterback. Uh, Jameis Winston. You think he's gonna come off the field and talk about the sixth interception he's thrown right after he's probably mad. You I don't know see what? someone like that come off this. But
0: the reason why I kind of like it is because it's not the NFL that we're doing this. No, I know. These are not NFL football. Like, for example, I would like to see Sam Bradford get in this league. I would like to see Jameis Winston, who's about to kick down this league, in this league. <laughs> Some of these guys just need a different perspective.
1: Did you to see get
0: what? To the next level.
1: Did you see what Johnny Menzel put on Twitter?
0: Johnny Menzel is... I don't want to say that. He is not a very smart person.
1: No, well, it wasn't even that. He said if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. But he said that he doesn't want to sign with the XFL team if the season's going to end halfway through. He's
0: not a smart person. It's not the AAF. They had no money and if you really want to be realistic the XFL quadrupled and plus some the oh, attendance okay views everything more oh. than the AAF and okay, the so, football product was better now
1: okay. than it was AAF. so here here here's what, what I think the first week the XFL came out in 2001 everybody loved it by week 3 the ratings started to tank if you don't believe me go watch go if you don't believe me go watch the 30 for 30 documentary on this was the xfl
0: no i i know but this one and that one are not the same
1: so this one this xfl i can't give you the the i cannot give you my how i think it's going to be until after week three i want to see the attendance i want to see how it is when it comes to viewing it because i gotta be honest i didn't watch a lot of sunday's games i watched the viper game but it got blown out they were getting beat bad i changed the channel i watched a little bit of the dallas game i was like i wasn't all in i caught some uh, I was gone in the middle of the first game on Saturday. I caught a lot of the sun Saturday night game Um, before well, I get to my closing segment in a little bit, which we'll talk about in a bit, a uh, couple closing segments. So I just want to know, is that, so I'll give you my opinion three weeks in because it's always good, man. It's good. The first, the first, I mean, we saw with the AAF. The first couple of weeks were hot, and then it, it, this, it takes a while. It takes a while. It's it's some people are they're not a lot a like lot, like you know where they jump for football like you jump for football all day long. But yeah, it's going to be interesting when it comes to a couple of weeks. I'm not saying they're going to fold. I'm not saying they're going to fold in between. I think keeping Vince McMahon away, keeping any WWE character. Away, you know, we haven't even talked about how cool those footballs look.
0: Yes, each, each and then also, hear, hear me out on this, right? Super Bowl halftime show, XFL championship shows, and a halftime should be a match. Oh
1: my god, tell me that no. would be dope! Yes, no. No. yes, do something no. different that the NFL won't do. No, that's not gonna work. Yeah. That's what happened bad last time. They brought in Jim Ross, they brought in the rock, they brought in I'm Jesse not, Ventura. I'm talking about for the halftime of the championship game. No, no. It's no. two minutes long anyway. Too, no. They can separate.
0: Exactly. Separate, no, but separate. You still need I don't something that no, makes it in the no,
1: no, you don't need it. You don't. Okay, you don't.
0: so we agree. The Super Bowl event is now a whole week long, right? You need something during championship week for the XFL that separates how this is great compared to the regular season, just like the XFL, like the NFL does with the Super Bowl.
1: Okay, but you're talking about having a wrestling match at halftime. No. Awesome! No, it's not. You need to. You keep wouldn't those- watch it. No, I wouldn't. You wouldn't watch because it because it was gimmicky. I don't wouldn't watch it. I didn't. I don't watch. I didn't watch halftime heat. That was of last year. They had a wrestling. WWE had halftime heat or whatever it's called during uh, last year's halftime show during the Super Bowl. They, they had did? more action. Yeah, yeah. It was on the, the their network during that. They had one of those on. Oh, no.
0: I'm talking about in the middle of the stadium. Let a ring roll out. Have one match.
1: Oh, no, no. Separate. I want them. The only thing I want that's even remotely close, or actually will be the only closest thing I want between the two companies is the guy that owns both of them. That's the only thing I want. McMahon's going to own the XFL and he owns the WWE. That's as close as I want those two. To All right, be. so
0: you want to have time show during the championship game that's
1: Hell, I'll take the care. halftime show just like this with this last halftime show.
0: Oh, so you want two old women half naked?
1: That was a great show. You want to go <laughs> half naked, whatever. Be the be the be the liberal liberist that you want to be the, the oh no 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 ahead. They always
0: in my top five and I am not disagreeing. I just wanted to get your opinion because I well, you know what? how about we compromise? We get two fine women to wrestle in the middle of the ring, craft. Oh, no,
1: you? I don't want wrestling. I don't, I, as a diehard wrestling fan, I am that everybody knows I am a diehard wrestling fan. I don't need that in the football. Let them, I want them separated. Gotcha. All right, let them separate. I, you know, WrestleMania is happening in Tampa in Raymond James Stadium. Again, that's as close as I want that wrestling to be in the NFL stadium. They just announced that WrestleMania next year is gonna be in the new SoFi Stadium over there in Inglewood. So, so Radidar Superstar
0: getting... Lita 2 in the middle of the Super Bowl. Have fun.
1: No. Time. No. <laughs> <All right>. no. <laughs> Keep it. Keep that stuff away. But all in all, XFL had a great first week. Um more content for us to uh talk about.
0: Now also this not only was different, it felt different. Hold on. There, there's a, hold on. There's a huge difference from the last time and now. We actually have general managers in place. We actually have football people that are running this compared to pe- wrestling people that were running the last time. We got different networks that are running and showing the games last time as opposed to this time as opposed to last time. This is much different. The product is better in the XFL than it was in the AAF. You want to know why? You can see the XFL getting more exciting. Okay. And and here's here's just a couple of storylines. You saw great coaches, great coaches on the field. Like college football is a coaching game. The NFL is a talent game with coaching. But your coaches have to be talented in the NFL. You have to have both. This league feels like it's going to be coaching. Bob Stoops looked like a first-time pro coach. You're going to love to see the story develop. Kevin Gilbride is a NFL coach. And his team played as such.
1: Okay, but you still get some names.
0: Okay, June Jones has the most talented roster in the league in the XFL. They played the way you're supposed to play when you have your system in place and you drafted the people to play in your system. He has that right. And I've always been a June Jones fan, which is the reason why I jumped on a June, June Jones fan train early. But... Now you're going to look at teams like the Viper. Mark Tresman's biggest problem, when he got to Chicago and he got beat up a couple times by other NFL teams, his mindset for what he did in the CFL did not translate to the NFL. So now he's coming here with different rules, and now he's changing it up again. He's not sticking to who he is. Mark Treshman is not going to be successful. But Jerry Glanville can be successful in this
1: league. Okay. So let me let me stop you there. You know what you just named? Bunch of old coaches. They need players. Okay. They need players. I heard back in the day, I heard about the you the ufl they had who had reggie white and they had uh like big key names i forget the other couple guys that i heard this morning on the dan patrick show so i kind of agree with the fact that they had big names if you look at Tim kelly right if you look at the um, if you want to go back to uh we'll, we'll change sports real quick the aba they they liked the three-point shooting they like the three point pointer. they weren't crazy about the ball but they got the they adapted the three-point And then they took the Denver Nuggets and San Antonio Spurs from the ABA and put them in the NBA. So that's the stuff that you may need to see. You got to see if some of these big names are willing to go to XFL because I'm sorry, I'm not going to spend money to go see a coach. I want to see a player. Right. I want to see Cardell Jones, and I want to see certain, but some of these guys got to be a little bit bigger. Little names got to be a little more wiser, and, and maybe they'll work. I get it. They might work. But all in all, it was the first week. We will see. Okay, I, will you I, my was, fir-
0: I was just about to lean into that before you get into that. This is just the first week, and I, I cannot wait because I talked to you about this earlier. I can't wait to see who's on the free agent roster from this season to next season because the NFL has a veteran free agent roster that's different I'm sorry the NFL combine veteran roster I guarantee you more than half of those players are going to merge over to the XFL if they don't make the NFL so you got to think before the um I believe it's before the uh the trade deadline that the veterans and they have it in the um in the beginning of the season too the veteran combine to see if these guys are still in shape I bet more than half of those guys at the end of the season say, well, why not go to the XFL combine?
1: All right. Well, like and I I, I got to make all, sure XFL finishes a year.
0: All yeah. of the teams are all run by NFL guys. All the front office, except for Vince McMahon, is all run by NFL guys. There is no mix. So like, like my joke about having the wrestling match halftime, it's not going to happen why because there is no gimmicky guy these are all NFL guys
1: yep. so we, we we will see like I said
0: all the rules were created by NFL guys
1: it's week one
0: right but this is different is what I keep trying to say okay
1: we agree to disagree
0: so you're you think it's gonna fail by week nine
1: uh um, I'd be sh- be shocked I'd be shocked that they'll finish the season. I'll be very shocked if this comes back next year. XFL finished their season the, in 2001, and then they were gone. I'll be shocked if they actually finish the, after this year. Hold I, on. After this year.
0: I'm going to have to get you to record and
1: say that. Go. I will be shocked if the XFL returns next season i think there's still going to be one season and done they won't not finish in they will not finish they will they will finish the league they will not end early but this time next year in 2021 i don't believe the XFL will be here i bet you on, on but hold on on The fact of talent, not coaches, on talent alone. There's not enough big names for the XFL to have.
0: I bet you $2. Not only will the talent improve for next year, but they will have a next
1: year. Um, What's that saying?
0: I got five on it. I bet you $2 bill. That means you got to go to the bank. Five on it. I bet you a two dollar bill. That means you got to go to the bank and get a two dollar bill
1: and then mail it. Okay, no problem. I will mail it, but I probably keep it because I think you owe me a two dollar bit bill, anyways, from another previous bet. But I we'll have to go back and look. Yeah, you got to
0: look at that because I thought you owed me. So we're gonna I look. owe you for the two cases of soap.
1: So, but there you go. So, all
0: right, the bet is on camera.
1: All right, that's fine. Recorded. I recorded it too. I'll put it on my online. We'll put it online. All right. So let's get into our closing segments now. And uh, if you've been under a rock, there's been some news um, NBA. NBA. There's been some baseball news.
0: Baseball, yeah.
1: But I want to talk a little bit more about first off, is what a great main event card UFC 247 was um, between John Jones and Dominic Reyes. Let me tell you I I know you, you didn't watch this fight. I didn't
0: see it. I was at work. Um,
1: but this fight was um had <clears throat> John Jones had his Floyd Mayweather I tweeted out. John Jones had his Floyd Mayweather on because he was running. He took some shots. Um and I believe Dominic Reyes I had this fight as a draw. Okay. I had it the first two went to Reyes. Rounds three and five went to Jones. But round four was a draw. Because let me tell you this. Um I don't know the last time I seen John Jones take down a guy and for that guy to bounce right back up and get out of it. That that Dominic Reyes never stepped One time on his back. He was never flat on his back the whole fight. And I had it as a draw. I would damn sure pay another $60 or however much it was to watch it again. To watch the second one. I thought Dominic probably it was a draw or maybe he might have won it. But this one judge had it 4-1 John Jones. I want him. Hopefully he gets kicked out because I don't know what fight he was watching.
0: But I believe I was, you have said this before. If you're going to want to fight, don't let the judges decide it.
1: Of course. That's rule number one. That's Dana White had that. I think he had that placid in when he, I used to watch ultimate fighting. That was one of the things in the locker room. Don't let the fight go to the judges because you never you know. Never what. Know. But uh, all in that, that was a great fight. Um, I watched it again. Um, uh, I only think I have, however, I got an issue with the fact that the time wise being on the East coast, man, this fight didn't start till 1230 in the morning, my time. And I'm glad I was off the next day, but holy moly, how, this, the left yeah,
0: coast, the best coast.
1: <laughs> I, I really do sometimes miss believing in California when it came to watching fights. Cause <laughs> that's gonna. Um,
0: Also, updating news, if you guys were under that same rock, Andre Iguodala is now a Miami Heat player, so is Jay Crowder, if you guys don't know him, former Boston Celtic, former Memphis Grizzly, now in Miami. Uh, As soon as Miami now collectively get together in a couple of games, they are going to push for the East. And the L.A. Clippers acquired uh, Marcus Morris from the New York Knicks that look if and when Miami gets past the Bucks that's going to be one heck of a slobber knocker between them two teams Jimmy Butler versus Kawhi Leonard is going to be awesome
1: there's that Um, Kyle Kuzma was reported to leave he didn't leave the the Lakers didn't do anything in this trade deadline
0: oh they're going to sign Deion Waiters today
1: and Darren Collison was, said, I'll stay in retirement. He doesn't want to go anywhere.
0: He doesn't want to play with the Clippers or the Lakers, which doesn't so, make
1: sense. So we'll see what happens. Uh, that's in the NBA so far, which will be good. Um, we'll be breaking down some NBA news probably the next, uh, next game, next week. Uh, we'll get into uh, NBA. I saw on here right now, I just got an alert that said uh, – Philip Rivers is officially going to be entering free agency. We all kind of figured that when it was going to happen. He moved his whole team down here to Miami, in Florida, and uh, uh, this says. Uh,
0: Bruce Arians loves veteran quarterbacks. The same. Yeah,
1: well, I, I know, and it looks like uh, Sean. Super Bowl in
0: Arizona. Just saying.
1: Just saying. And Sean Sean Lee has come back and said he is playing in the twenty twenty season. So we have that. So Sean Lee, Mike, is saying he's going to come back. And we also got some baseball news. If you are a big Dodger fan as we are, Mookie Betts is headed to the Dodgers for um, Alex Verdugo and a couple of prospects. Uh, Kenta Maeda went to Minnesota. And just found out recently, uh, as of uh, I think it was yesterday or early this morning, the Jock Peterson trade did not go through. Yes, Jock Peterson is now back with the Dodgers and Ross Stripling, which is kind of kind of curious because you go to a team that traded you that said, uh, "You know, we don't I want will you." Think... So,
0: That's just business.
1: It's business, but at the same time you gotta know that it's business, but you know how much loyal you shows know, your, your loyalty, but we'll see what happens. Um I don't know where he's gonna play though. To be honest, I would've rather been traded because with right. that with no but not just the morale, but there's three outfielder spots. Unless I mean, I know they tried him at first place a little bit last year, but they got Muncie there. Unless they move Muncie to second, which they could do and they put Bellinger at first, and maybe put Peterson in right. Um, I, I'm i curious to see how that's going to turn out to be, but we'll see. I mean, all I know is that in exactly two days,
0: those, Okay, folks, just, and for those of days, you watching,
1: Pitchers and, and folks, Catchers will be on the way.
0: And, folks, for those of you watching, my brother Big Chief Daddy here has a show called There Goes a No-Hitter, and I believe he features with uh, the chairman. They are the baseball gurus. I am getting new into baseball. I am learning in the process. Um, All I know about Betts is that he is, if I'm not mistaken, the second or third rated player in all of Major League Baseball, and he is now a Los Angeles Dodger, officially, after reworking the deal. If you want to hear more about that, please listen to the next episode of There Goes a No-Hitter. I am going to finish my series in the next coming weeks of lamar jackson versus saga um and please follow us we post daily on our sports daddy tv uh page on facebook so please follow like subscribe stalk us
1: i want to also congratulate uh the winner f- being michael uh, boyles um yeah boyles he, um, on winning the pro bowl helmet and winner. be on the be on the lookout because i have another giveaway uh to be uh probably this week um, it's going to be a super bowl 54 mini helmet um, be on the lookout you'll have three three things to do again You have to like the Facebook page. You have to share the actual post, and you have to comment and like and tag three friends. And as you do that, also be on the subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're gonna have some stuff on the YouTube channel soon. Um, Not only would you get a uh, shows will be. Like I said, simulcast, we'll post these podcasts as a video also on our YouTube page, but we're going to be throwing some of the little stuff on there, Um, possibly with our kids. uh, You know, like I said, in the last podcast, I'm working on editing a video of our experience with my daughters at the NFL experience, so be on the lookout for that on the podcast, and I'm sure all the guys will have stuff with their kids on there soon. So, all right. Well, well, for Joey Two Wallets, I'm Big Chief Daddy. We will talk to you later. Once again, congratulations to my Kansas City Chiefs on winning their first Super Bowl in 50 years. The second in franchise history. Beating those Tennessee Titans to get the Super Bowl. Beating the Texans to get the Super Bowl. I got to
0: find myself because
1: we're getting hot. On to the new one. It was in Miami looking for Super Bowl 55 in Tampa next year. Maybe I'll be there next. In and Tampa. don't forget about my Arizona Cardinals, y'all. Don't forget
0: about my Arizona Cardinals, too.
1: I have a good one. We'll talk to you later. Yes, sir.